the kingdom of subtle matter. In the impalpable field of secret self, this little outer being's vast support parted from vision by arch solid fence. He came into a magic crystal air and found a life that lived not by the flesh, a light that made visible immaterial things, a fine degree in wonders hierarchy, the kingdom of subtle matters, fairy craft outlined against a sky of vivid hues, leaping out of a splendor, trance and haze, the wizard revelation of its front. A world of lovelier forms lies near to ours, where, undisguised by arch deforming sight, all shapes are beautiful and all things true. In that lucent ambience, mystically clear, the eyes were doors to a celestial sense. Hearing was music and the touch a charm. And the heart drew a deeper breath of power. There dwell art nature's shining origins. The perfect plants on which she molds her works, the distant outcomes of a travailing force, repose in a framework of established fate. Attempted vainly now or one in vain, Already you are mapped and scheduled. They are the time and figure of our future sovereignties in the sumptuous lineaments traced by desire. The golden issue of mind's labyrinth plots, the riches unfound or still uncaught by our lives, unsullied by the attaint of mortal thought, abide in that pellucid atmosphere. Our vague beginnings are overtaken there.
our middle terms sketched out in prescient lines, our finished tense anticipated living. This brilliant roof of our descending plane, intercepting the free boon of heaven's air, admits small inrushes of a mighty breath, or fragment circuits through gold lattices. It seals our ceiling of terrestrial mind from deathless suns and the streaming of God's rain, yet canalizes a strange iride glow and bright dews drip from the immortal sky a passage for the powers that move our days. Occult behind these grosser nature's walls, a gossamer marriage hall of mind with form is hidden by a tapestry of dreams. Heaven's meanings still through it, as through a veil. Its inner sight sustains this outer scene, a finer consciousness with happier lines. It is a tact our touch cannot attain, a purity of sense we never feel. Its intercession with the eternal ray inspires our transient heart's brief-lipped attempts at beauty and the perfect shape of things. In rooms of the young divinity of power and early play of the eternal child, the embodiments of his outwinging thoughts laved in a bright, everlasting wonder's tints and lulled by whispers of that lucid air, take dream-hued rest like birds on timeless trees. Before the dive, to float on hard time sea. All that he has seems as lovelier semblance there. Whatever our hearts conceive, our heads create. Some high original beauty forfeiting. Thence Exiled, here conscious to an earthly tinge. Whatever is here of visible charm and grace finds there its faultless and immortal lines.
all that is beautiful here is there divine figures are there undreamed by mortal mind bodies that have no earthly counterpart traverse the inner eyes illumine trance and rebish the heart with their celestial tread persuading heaven to inhabit that wonder sphere the futures marvels wander in its gulf things old and new are fashioned in those depths a carnival of beauty crowds the heights in that magic kingdom of ideal sight in its antechambers of splendid privacy matter and soul in conscious union meet like lovers in a lonely secret place in the clasp of a passion not yet unfortunate they join their strength and sweetness and delight and mingling make the high and low worlds one intruder from the formless infinite daring to break into the inconscious rain the spirits leave towards body touches ground as yet unwrapped in earthly lineaments already towards outlasting death and birth convincing the babies by heavenly form a covering of its immortality alive to the luster of the wearer's rank fit to endure the rub of change and time a tissue mixed of the soul's radiant light and matter's substance of signed burden force imagined vainly in our minds thin air an abstract phantasm mold of mental make it feels what earthly bodies cannot feel and is more real than this grossest frame after the falling of mortality's cloak lightened is its weight to heighten its ascent refined to the touch of finer environments it drops all pattern balls of denser stuff cancels the grip of earth's descending pull and bears the soul from world to higher world till in the naked ether of the peaks the spirit simplicity alone is left the eternal beings first transparent robe
But when it must come back to its mortal load and the hard ensemble of earth's experience, then its return resumes that heavier dress. For long before earth's solid vest was forged by the technique of the atomic void, a lucent envelope of self-disguise was woven around the secret spirit in things. The subtle realms from those bright sheets are made. This wonder world, with all its radiant boom of vision and inviolate happiness, only for expression cares and perfect form. Fear on its peace, it is dangerous nether plains. Its light draws towards the verge of nature's lapse. It lends beauty to the terror of the gulfs and fascinating eyes to perilous gods invests with grace the demon and the snake which trance imposes earth's in conscience immortal we it weaves for us death's somber robe and authorizes our mortality this medium serves a greater consciousness a vessel of its concealed autocracy it is a subtle ground of matter's worlds. It is the immutable in their mutable forms. In the folds of its creative memory, it guards the deathless type of perishing things. Its lowered potencies found our fallen strengths. Its thought invents our reasoned ignorance. Its sense fathers our body's reflexes. Our secret breath of untried mightier force, the lurking sun of an instant's inner sight, its fine suggestions are a covered fount for our iridescent rich imaginings, touching things common with transfiguring hues, till even earth's mud grows rich and warm with the skies and a glory gleams from the soul's decadence. Its knowledge is our error's starting point. Its beauty dawns our mud mask ugliness. Its artist good begins our evil stain. A heaven of creative truths above, a cosmos of harmonious dreams between, a chaos of dissolving forms below. It plunges lost in our inconscient peace, out of its fall our denser matter came. Thus taken was God's plunge into the night. This fallen world became a nurse of souls inhabited by concealed divinity. A being awoke and lived in the measureless void. A worldwide nations strove towards life and thought, a consciousness plucked out from mindless sleep. All here is driven by an insentient will. Thus fallen, inconscient, frustrate, dense, inert, 
sunk into inanimate torpid shrouds, earth lay a drudge of sleep, forced to create by a subconscious yearning memory, left from a happiness dead before she was born, an alien wonder on a senseless breast. This mire must harbor the orchid and the rose. From a blind, unwilling substance must emerge a beauty that belongs to happier spheres. This is the destiny bequeathed to heart, as if a slain god left a golden trust to a blind force and an imprisoned soul. An immortal goddess perishable parts she must reconstitute from fragments lost, reword from a document complete elsewhere, a doubtful title to her divine name. A residue, her soul inheritance, all things she carries in a shapeless dust. Her giant energy tied to pity forms in the slow tentative motion of her power with only frail, blunt instruments for use. She has accepted as a nature's need and given to man, as his stupendous work, a labor to the gods impossible. A life living hardly in a field of death, its portion claims of immortality. A brief, half-conscious body serves as means, a mind that must recover a knowledge lost, held in stone grip by the world's inconscience. And wearing still these countless knots of law, a spirit bound, stand up as nature's king. A mighty kinship is this daring's cause. All we attempt in this imperfect world looks forward or looks back beyond time's gloss to its pure idea and firm invalid type in an absolute creation's flawless skill. To seize the absolute in shapes that pass, to feel the eternal's touch in time-made things, this is the law of all perfection here. A fragment here is caught of heaven's design. Else could we never hope for a greater life, and ecstasy and glory could not be. Even in the littleness of our mortal state, even in this prison house of outer form, a brilliant passage for the infallible flame is driven through gross walls of nerve and brain. A splendor presses or a power breaks through. Earth's great dull barrier is removed a while. The inconstant seal is lifted from our eyes, 
and we grow vessels of creative might. The enthusiasm of a divine surprise pervades our life, a mystic stir is felt, a joyful anguish trembles in our limbs. A dream of beauty dances through the heart, a thought from the eternal mind draws near, intimations cast from the invisible, awaking from infinity sleep, come down, symbols of that which never yet was made. But soon the inert flesh responds no more, then sinks the sacred orgy of delight, the blaze of passion and the tide of power are taken from us, and though a glowing form abides astonishing earth, imagine supreme, too little of what was meant has left a trace. Earth's eyes half see, her forces half create, her rarest works are copies of heaven's art. A radiance of a golden artifice, a masterpiece of inspired device and rule, her form's height, what the house, and only mine, the unseized miracle of cell-born shapes that live forever in the eternal's gaze. Here in a difficult, half-finished world is a slow toiling of unconscious powers. Here is man's ignorant, divining mind, his genius, born from an inconstant soil to copy on earth's copies is his art. For when he strives for things surpassing earth, too rude the workman's tools, too crude his stuff, and hardly with his heart's blood he achieves his transient house of the divine idea, his figure of a time in for the unborn. Our being thrills with high, far memories and would bring down their dateless meanings here, but too divine for earthly nature's scheme, beyond our reach the eternal marvels blaze. Absolute they dwell, unborn, immutable, immaculate, in this spirit's deathless air, immortal in a world of motionless time and an unchanging muse of deep self-space. Only when we have climbed above ourselves, a line of the transcendent meets our road and joins us to the timeless and the true. It brings to us the inevitable word, the godlike act, the thoughts that never die. A ripple of light and glory wraps the brain, and travelling down the moment's vanishing route, the figures of eternity arrive. As the mind's visitors or the heart's guests, 
they espouse our mortal brevity a while, or seldom in some rare delivering glimpse are caught by our vision's delicate surmise. Although beginnings only and first attempts, these glimmerings point to the secret of our birth and the hidden miracle of our destiny. What we are there and here on earth shall be is imaged in a contact and a call. As yet, earth's imperfection is our sphere. Our nature's glass shows not our real self. That greatness still abides held back within. Earth's doubting future hides our heritage. The light now distant shall grow native here, the strength that visits us, our comrade power. The ineffable shall find the secret voice, the imperishable burn through matter's screen, making this mortal body Godhead's robe. The Spirit's greatness is our timeless source, and it shall be our crown in endless time. A vast unknown is round us and within. All things are wrapped in the dynamic one. A subtle link of union joins all life. Thus all creation is a single chain. We are not left alone in a closed scheme between a driving of inconscient force and an incommunicable absolute. Our life is spurred in a sublime soul range. Our being looks beyond its walls of mind and it communicates with greater worlds. There are brighter earths and wider heavens than ours. There are realms where being broods in its own depths. It feels in its immense dynamic core its nameless, unformed, unborn potencies cry for expression in the unshaped vast. Ineffable beyond ignorance and death, the images of its ever-living truth look out from a chamber of its self-raped soul. As if to its own inner weakness gaze, this spirit holds up its mirrored self and works, the power and passion of its timeless heart, the figures of its formless ecstasy, the grandeurs of its multitudinous mind. Thence comes the mystic substance of our souls into the prodigy of our nature's birth. There is the unfallen height of all we are and dateless fount of all we hope to be. On every plane the hieratic power, initiate of the unspoken verities, dreams to transcribe and make a part of life in its own native style and living tongue 
some trait of the perfection of the unborn, some vision seen in the omniscient light, some far tune of the immortal rhapsodist voice, some rapture of the all-creating bliss, some form and plan of the beauty unutterable. Worlds are there, nearer to those absolute realms, where the response to truth is swift and sure, and spirit is not hampered by its frame, and hearts by sharp division seized and rent, and delight and beauty are inhabitants, and love and sweetness are the law of life. A finer substance in a subtler mould embodies the divinity earth but dreams. Its strength can overtake joy's running feet. Overleaping the fixed hurdles set by time, the rapid net of an intuitive clasp captures the fugitive happiness we desire. A nature lifted by a larger breath, plastic and passive to the all-shaping fire, answers the flaming goddess casual touch. Immune from our inertia of response, it hears the word to which our hearts are deaf, adopts the seeing of immortal eyes, and traveller on the roads of line and hue, pursues the spirit of beauty to its home. Thus we draw near to the all-wonderful following his rapture in things as sign and guide. Beauty is his footprint showing us where he has passed. Love is his heartbeat's rhythm in mortal bliss. Happiness this smile on his adorable face. A communion of spiritual entities, a genius of creative immanence, makes all creation deeply intimate. A fourth dimension of aesthetic sense, where all is in ourselves, ourselves in all, to the cosmic whiteness realigns our souls. A kindling rapture joins the seer and the sea. The craftsman and the craft, grown inly one, achieve perfection by the magic throb and passion of their close identity. All that we slowly piece from gathered parts, or by long labour stumblingly evolved, is their self-born by its eternal right. In us too the intuitive fire can burn. An agent light, it is coiled in our folded hearts. On the celestial levels is its home, descending it can bring those heavens here. But rarely burns the flame, nor burns for long. The joy it calls from those diviner heights brings brief, magnificent reminiscences, then high, splendid glimpses of interpreting thought, but not the utter vision and delight. A veil is kept 
something is still held back, lest captives of the beauty and the joy our souls forget to the highest to aspire. In that fair subtle realm behind our own, the form is all, and physical gods are kings. The inspiring light plays in fine boundaries. A faultless beauty comes by nature's grace. Their liberty is perfection's guarantee. Although the absolute image lacks, the word incarnate, this year's spiritual ecstasy, all is a miracle of symmetric charm, a fantasy of perfect line and rule. They are all feel satisfied in themselves and all. A rich completeness is by limit made. Marvel in an utter littleness abounds. An intricate rapture riots in a small space. Each rhythm is kin to its environment. Each line is perfect and inevitable. Each object faultlessly built for charm and use. All is enamored of its own delight. Intacted lips of its perfection sure, in a heaven-pleased self-glad immunity, content to be, it has need of nothing more. Here was not futile effort's broken heart, exempt from the ordeal and the test, empty of opposition and of pain, it was a world that could not fear nor grieve. It had no grace of error or defeat. It had no room for fault, no power to fail. Out of some packed self-bliss, it drew at once its form discoveries of the mute idea and the miracle of its rhythmic thoughts and acts its clear technique of firm and rounded lives, its gracious people of inanimate shapes and glory of breathing bodies like our own. Amazed, his senses ravished with delight, he moved in a divine yet kindred world, admiring marvelous forms so near to ours, yet perfect like the playthings of a god, deathless in its aspect of mortality. In their narrow and exclusive absolutes, the finites ranged supremacies, throned abide. He dreams not ever of what might have been. Only in boundaries can this absolute live. In a supremeness bound to its own plan, where all was finished and no wits were left, no space for shadows of the immeasurable, no room for the incalculable surprise, a captive of his own beauty and ecstasy in a magic circle wrought the enchanted might. The spirit stood back, effaced behind its frame, Admire for the bright finality of its lines, a blue horizon limited this soul. Thought moved 
in luminous facilities. The outer ideal such shallows, its swim range, life in its boundaries, lingered satisfied with the small happiness of the body's sacks. Assigned as force to a bound corner mind, attached to the same paucity of a room, she did a little worse and played and slept and thought not of a greater work undone, forgetful of her violent vast desires, forgetful of the heights to which she rose, her walk was fixed within a radiant groove, the beautiful body of a soul at ease, like one who laughs in sweet and sunlit groves, child as she swung in her gold cradle of joy. This spacious call reached not a charmed abode. She had no wings for a wide and dangerous flight. She faced no peril of sky or of abyss. She knew no vistas and no mighty dreams, no yearning for a lost infinitudes. A perfect picture in a perfect frame, this fairy artistry could not keep his will. Only a moment's fine release it gained. A careless hour was spent in a slight bliss. Our spirit tires of being surfaces. Transcended is the splendor of the form. It turns to hidden powers and deeper states. So now he looked beyond for greater light. His soul's peak climbed abandoning in its rear this brilliant courtyard of the house of days, he left that fine material paradise. His destiny lay beyond in larger space.